0: Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm Emma Cantor, Deputy Children's Book Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today, I'm speaking with author Maggie Edkins Willis about her debut graphic novel, Smaller Sister, out on May 3rd from Macmillan's Roaring Brook Press, which is sponsoring this podcast. Maggie Edkins Willis designed and art directed books for children's publishers for seven years before embarking on a career crafting stories of her own. She now lives in Princeton, New Jersey with her husband and their husky mix, Mozzarella. In smaller sister, Lucy's always looked up to her big sister, Olivia. But then Olivia starts to change, and Lucy discovers that her sister's not just growing up. She's struggling with an eating disorder. But with time, the two girls find their way back to each other. Thank you for joining me, Maggie. Thank you so much for having me on to talk. You mention in your author's note that although it's fiction, this graphic novel has some autobiographical elements. How much of Lucy and Livy's story is rooted in your own middle school experience? Sure. So
1: there there are a lot of parts that are, like you said, it's fiction, but a lot of parts are based on um, my experience growing up. I do have an older sister who struggled with an eating disorder. Um, so many of the, you know, even if the exact events and the order in which things happen isn't exactly as it was in my life, it's very much inspired by the feelings and, you know, some of the challenges that we experienced as a family. And then a lot of the middle school friend stuff is, you know, again, not exactly the people that I knew in middle school, but all of that happened in some way throughout my middle school experience.
0: What was your journey to getting the story on the page and why did now feel like a right time to share it? Sure. So, um,
1: I started working in publishing um, as a designer, uh, as you mentioned from my bio, after college. And I, I did not go into publishing thinking I wanted to be an author initially. Um, I knew I always wanted to work in children's publishing, but I didn't know exactly uh, the avenue that my career would take. Growing up, never I always thought of myself as a visual artist and hadn't really thought of myself as a writer, even though I love to read and love to write. I just never really thought of myself as... I, I never really expected to write books <laughs> if that makes any sense but while I was working in publishing working on covers I read so many manuscripts um, and I started to get such a feel for the middle grade genre in particular and, and developed such a love for it um, that you know o- over a couple years of doing that realized that I actually really did have some stories that I wanted to tell and uh, once I started um, reading some of the middle grade graphic novels that came out over the last decade, you know, Raina Telgemeier and Victoria Jameson's books, Real Friends by Shannon Hale and uh, Wyn Graham, I realized that that might be the perfect format um, to blend my design skills and my, my interest in writing.
0: The graphic novel format definitely creates a very intimate and relatable feeling almost like we're reading Lucy's journal or her sketchbook and she is herself an aspiring artist. So did you always know her story would take that shape of a graphic novel? I know you said you were reading a lot of them at the time. Yeah.
1: I I sort of had the idea to work on a graphic novel and the idea for this book at the same time. I hadn't worked on a graphic novel before other than um, a little bit from the design side, Um, but I'd been reading a lot of them and, I can remember perfectly the day that the idea for this book came into my head um, and a graphic novel just immediately seemed like the perfect format for it. Um, There's so many aspects of eating disorders in particular that are really sensitive and I always want to be really careful when discussing it because it's such a personal experience for everyone going through it. Um, When when I was reading books about eating and Lucy experiences this at one point in the book, reading a book about an eating disorder that ends up being more instructive um, on how to have an eating disorder than it does help her understand or help her sister recover from one. And I re- I, I thought that the graphic novel format allowed me to explore this topic in a way that, that sort of circumvented some of those um, traps. I, I was able to show Olivia's illness in a way where I didn't have to discuss the particulars in a manner that could be harmful. And I was able to show the reactions and show the emotions behind it without um, detailing some of the the more difficult points. Um, So I really think that this format really helped me approach this subject matter from a different angle.
0: You do really handle that in a very gentle and empathetic way for middle graders. And on the other hand, Were there any joyful parts of the process for you?
1: There really were. Um, I think exploring aspects of the sister relationship in the story, uh, you know, at times because of the content, was challenging. Um, And I did talk to my sister a lot about her experience going through that, but there were also some really fun details kind of looking back on our years growing up, you know, Lucy copying her sister and, you know, the little, the details of the ways that she did that um, and just sort of capturing at certain points, especially in those journal entries, the way that Lucy um, looks at and uh, kind of processes the world was fun. It was fun to get in the head of, you know, a 12-year-old my 12-year-old self i guess in some senses um to kind of look back on those memories from a younger
0: perspective again since it's such a personal story um has your family had the opportunity to read the finished book
1: yes um when i when i first got
0: the idea to work on this
1: story um i the first thing i did before i wrote even a word of the outline or anything like that was uh text my sister and ask if it was okay if I told some version of our story um, and she has in her adult life worked in eating disorder advocacy and really has made a strong effort to help others going through the kind of thing that she went through so she's been um, you know of, of course at times it's been challenging to read some of those details and at times you know hard for her I did interview her various points through working on this book to make sure that the way that I depicted the older sister's part of the experience was as true as I could possibly make it without basing it directly on her. Um, And she was, she was very supportive throughout the whole experience. And my parents were also, uh, you know, I I don't, I, I think they, they both read the book and are very supportive of the story in general.
0: I'm so glad to hear that it was a positive experience for everyone. Yeah, no, it's, um, I think it's interesting there were certain
1: points going through it where uh, certain memories that were real to things that I experienced growing up so for example, when Lucy discovers at one point, um, a journal entry that Olivia wrote in which she talks about um, having basically feelings of self harm, and then approaches her sister to talk about it. And in that conversation, her older sister draws what she thinks she looks like. And it doesn't, to Lucy, look like her sister, but it does look like herself. Um, and that was something that I did take from memory. And uh, in discussing that with my sister, she revealed to me that she had absolutely no memory of that at the time. Like There were things that I remembered going through that that she did not and vice versa, and that was really interesting to uncover as well.
0: Wow. And again, the graphic novel format and presenting those illustrations and that perspective of both sisters is really powerful.
1: Thank you. I really also wanted to make sure that it, um, while it it gave the perspective of both sisters, that I was never telling Olivia's story, telling my sister's story for her, essentially. Like, I really wanted it to be from the experience of a younger sister. Yes. And one nice thing about this story as well Um, from early readers who read the manuscript um, a couple of people responded that they while they did not have an older sister that went through an eating disorder you know they did not go through the exact same thing several people mentioned that they had an older sibling or a cousin or a friend who went through um, who went through something and that their experience was a lot like Lucy's that they found it relatable as a sibling story as well and I think that was really the book that I wanted as a kid um, I wanted, you know, there were lots of lots of stories um, about the firsthand experience going through a chronic illness or those kinds of things, but very little about uh, about the experience of a sibling. So I think that that was an interesting aspect of it as well.
0: Yes. Um, you mentioned Raina Telgemeyer and the book. Did remind me a little bit of Guts in that delicate balancing of the serious with sweet and silly moments. Could you talk about some of your other creative influences, even outside of books, maybe? Absolutely. I mean,
1: first outside of graphic novels, but in still um, in the category of books, there were a lot of authors like Mae Cabot and, you know, Princess Diaries series and Paula Danziger. And um, there's one book in particular that she wrote called The Pistachio Prescription. Those were some of my very favorite books growing up um, because they dealt with characters, middle grade characters, really, or young YA that felt just really real and and flawed, but in a humorous and relatable way. Um And I think that's something I really tapped into. Outside of that, I think the a few trying to think of what like shows or things like that really influenced this. I do feel like books were the primary influence for this story, but it definitely extends far beyond graphic novels in the type of storytelling that I wanted to tap into here and the relatability and and that kind of thing.
0: And as a debut graphic novelist, what was it like for you on the other side of the process, working with a designer and art director?
1: I I found it to be really seamless. Um, One benefit, I'm very lucky to have been able to work in the publishing industry for a few years before this and work in-house with edit with, you know, all different parts of a publishing team. Um, So in some ways, it felt a lot like being at work (laughs) in that sense, just on a, you know, doing a slightly different job. And I, I had a great relationship with the designer and the art director. I definitely had particular ideas for what a cover would be going in uh, from the beginning. It's hard as a cover designer to not picture the, to not picture the cover of a book. Um, my <laughs> brain just sort of automatically goes there. But yeah, but it was it was it was really nice. I do think that my knowledge of how to put together a book was very helpful in this process and in designing a graphic novel. Um, like I mentioned, I I didn't necessarily come from a comic background. Um, in that I've read I've read comics my whole life but I haven't been like a devoted fan of comics my whole life and I've really through this process done a ton of research and a ton of reading and a ton of learning about that and I was able to sort of as a book designer pick up ways that other uh, cartoonists put together their books and sort of take note of that and um, roll that into what I was doing as I was sort of figuring everything out
0: You include at the end of the book some resources for teens and families who may be coping with um, body image issues, eating disorders, and and other mental health aspects of growing up. Um, What what do you hope your readers will take away from the book? Um, I really want readers to take away from the book
1: that there is that Not everyone will experience an eating disorder in life, Um, but many people will experience disordered eating and almost everyone will experience body image issues of some kind at different points in their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, And that those kind of never go away, but not in a way that should be daunting or scary. It's that your body is something that you have every day of your life and you have a relationship to it and there's going to be ups and downs and it's more about framing the way that you look at yourself and the way that you talk to yourself, than it is about what you look like because you're always, you're always going to find something to criticize about yourself, um, or almost everyone is. I'm not, I'm not an eating disorder expert, um, and this book is definitely written more from a point of like one specific experience, but I do think that disordered eating is a broadly relatable topic. And even as an adult, Lucy's character, like I mentioned, is based on me. It's the way she views her body is based a lot on how I viewed my body as a young person and as an adult, you know, I still have, I still look in the mirror and find things um, to criticize myself for, but it's about choosing to reframe the way that I talk to myself every day. And I hope that readers can look at the way that Lucy evolves that skill over the course of the book and, and hopefully treat themselves a little bit more kindly.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that. And it's also heartening to hear about your sister's journey, that she's now helping kids through these issues as well.
1: Yes. um, She has, uh, she's done a lot of work in advocacy for this. She's a writer as well. And I know that she is doing some writing on this topic, but I, I also, you know, she, as I say, in the author's note, the, and having an eating disorder as a kid is very much not the only thing about her. Of course. You know, that is that is notable. She's a wonderful person with varied interests. Um, and I'm so proud of the, of the woman that she has grown up to be.
0: Well, before we wrap up, can you tell us anything about what's next for you? Any other projects? Sure. Um,
1: I am currently working on um, another graphic novel. It's not... Um, a sequel to Smaller Sister, but it's in the same vein. Um, it's called Cheer Up. It is, again, based on life, but uh, fictionalized um, based on a car accident that I went through in um, college um, and suffered PTSD after that. And it is very t- closely related to being a cheerleader <laughs> in college um, and the way that my cheerleading teammates helped me through that, uh, but sort of written from a middle middle grade perspective. Um, and then I'm also working on a picture book uh, as well.
0: Lots to look forward to. Congratulations on your debut, Maggie, and thanks so much for speaking with me. Yes,
1: thanks so much. This is great. I so enjoyed chatting with you about this.
0: Once again, I've been speaking with author Maggie Edkins Willis about her debut graphic novel, Smaller Sister, which is out May 3rd from Roaring Brook Press. Thank you for listening to Publishers Weekly's Kids Cast.